What's up, guys? It's Heather, your rom-com queen. Hey, it's Lucretia, your thrill seeker. And this is Stephanie, your wild card. And we are The The Reading Reading Sirens. Everyone, what's up? Today, we are discussing Mudvayne by Taryn Fisher. Yes. Miss Rom-Com Queen, do you want to give us a little description of this one? Oh, how do you even sum this one up? Um, the main character's name is Senna. Mm-hmm. And what did she do again? I forgot. She was a writer. She's a writer, right? Yes. Yeah. Oh, you meant for a career. Sorry, I was like, yeah. Oh, um, so it kind of follows her along and you get to hear about a couple of her relationships, mm-hmm. her not so relationship with her mom. And she tried to get some help and it kind of backfired, I would say. Definitely. Majorly backfired, and it goes through some stuff. And it was, I'm happy I waited to read this book because I was actually in a good place to where I could soak it in mm-hmm. and appreciate it so much more. Yeah, I think there were definitely a lot of. Uh, so for I guess we should do like a trigger warnings. So mm-hmm. there is talk of terminal illness. There is talk of abuse, sexual assault. Um, kidnapping, mm-hmm. um, pretty much all kinds of violence, yeah, um, and unhealthy relationships. I would say, yes, um, some gore mm-hmm. <laughs> because it's Taryn Fisher. <laughs> <You're right. laughs> um, so yeah, it was. It definitely covered a lot of different themes. The main one being Senna gets kidnapped. Yes, mm-hmm. along with someone. Mm-hmm who she didn't really have a relationship with, right? I feel like she developed like a Sherlock Holmes syndrome. Oh, I the I actually looked it up this time because I remember that one time yes. we were trying to... Um, so it was um, Stockholm, Stockholm syndrome. Yes. Yeah, she really did. And it wasn't like a, a, a poor situation and he wasn't really the captor or, mm-hmm. or the captee. So, yeah. it was like... She developed Similar. this like infatuation with him because he coddled her in a necess- unnecessary situation. Well, so I saw it, I didn't see it so much as the coddling part, but I looked it up because I was like, okay, it's not Stockholm syndrome because you're right, it's not her captor. So, but I do remember there's um, it's called um, Helsinki syndrome or um, frenetic lust. So this is when, like, let's say you're in a life or death situation mm-hmm. or you're in an anxiety-provoking situation and then you're both a part of it, you develop an, like, an Im- almost immediate, like, uh, extreme lust or infatuation, infatuation with that person and you don't realize that it's because literally you guys were about to die together. Right. Mm-hmm. So that was one of the things that I wanted to ask you guys is how much of their love or infatuation with each other do you feel was actual love versus they went through this traumatizing experience together I think it was love because they had that thing going beforehand right I mean where they were he was going over and taking care of her after she was attacked mm -hmm. and then she went through having cancer as well and he had her go get help for that and he was the one that helped take it out, right, for her mm-hmm. breast cancer. Yeah, I think he was. So they surgeon. had like that bond, and then they were like doing other things together. And then they finally did the deed. And then I think she knew, like, I can't get close to him. Did they do the deed beforehand? I don't. Mm-hmm. I didn't I think, think they so. did. I thought they did after they went on the carousel, mm-hmm. and then they. Then after that, she was done. She wouldn't talk to him anymore. No, that I, was. I don't. I don't remember them doing it until they were in the situation. I mean, I I could we be wrong, wrong, but yeah. but I don't remember them doing it until they were in this. That situation. or I know they made out yeah. on the carousel. I know they did make out, and then I do remember because a big factor was that he w- is married. Yeah, he was married mm-hmm. prior to. The no, he wasn't married when they first met. He got married after. I thought he, he was. was. Yeah, because uh-uh. he never like told her that they were married. That he was essentially with his wife at that point. But because it developed nonchalantly as a almost like platonic, yeah. Like, well, no, I think no, the he other knew one, he liked her. The other but... one was just a doctor. Still, they got married after she cut him off. Oh, okay. they started I, from the way I remember it. Mm-hmm. 
But I, well, I mean, for me, uh, a whole different view to it. For me. <laughs> yeah, for I me. could be wrong, but that's no, how I. I mean, you no. usually remember more details. I think so. I, I'll trust you on that one. <laughs> I feel like their relationship. You know, when you're in a situation of like, you have either the walls to talk to, or you have your mm-hmm. person that you may have had some potential relationship. Even with just somebody. attraction. You yeah, know? I mean, mm-hmm. it, 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 this whole time they held off on being that kind of comfort zone through this whole cap captive situation situation where they were just really just each other's like wings you know they were playing puzzles together and drinking mm-hmm. together and then there mm-hmm. was those days where like leave me alone you go to your room i go to my room and mm-hmm. i just felt like their their friendship was there prior but mm-hmm. i don't really feel like it was love i felt like it was just a support system and then to the very towards the very end they were like in love if i'm going to go out let's be in love with each other just because our friendship is developed so strongly right see and for and me i, I saw like- it more like a lust kind of thing and i think at first the way i saw it was the um what's his name uh isaac mm-hmm. i thought he was taking advantage of the situation because he had hot, had the hots for her for a while yeah. Um, so I saw it as him kind of like having that vantage point and being like, well, I know that this is more likely to happen now that we're in this situation and he and wanted her. So yeah. he got her. <laughs> Tag. I got yeah. you. <laughs> got her. Um, I don't know. I just felt like it was their friendship developed so well, even in a poor situation and but also would their friendship have developed if they weren't in that situation like that's where they really did majorly take a break it was kind of like redeveloping it yeah yeah and i felt like that was a lot of hers you know senna just Mm -hmm. like was like i'm going she was a detached person she was never had that connection to anybody friends Mm -hmm. family well yeah she yeah like well i think she she felt if she got attached to people they would just leave her yeah Mm -hmm. so she if she felt like it was getting to that point she She would would just cut them off Mm -hmm. and severing the relationship with her was just kind of a normal situation and so when they got trauma yeah her trauma reaction yeah Mm -hmm. she had gone through so much how long would you guys have been able to wait to keep your hands off isaac (laughs) is he supposed to be hot yeah he's hot he plays music <laughs> oh that's right he, does he plays play music. music and he has tattoos <laughs> oh okay <laughs> eh give me four four hours I'm just kidding. <laughs> no I'm kidding. would you guys have been able to survive being locked up like that i think i would be trying to devise a plan to get out mm-hmm. um i would have rationed the food right away like yeah, like, but you don't know how long you're going to be there, though. I know, but I feel like from the beginning, like, you knew you're in a poor situation, like, right from the get-go. They knew they couldn't get out of that house, mm-hmm. right? They knew Well, I think eventually. they did pretty good, but, I mean, they were there, like, a really long time. Well, yeah, because even time. the medication and stuff, they were able to really leave it for when they really needed it. Yeah. The only thing they, like, really splurged on was, that was alcohol. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they're like... I'm like, shoot, I probably <laughs> yeah. wouldn't ration that out either. Like, let's wait until we really need it and then... Right? Yeah. Yeah. Man. The whole, like, the door opening was kind of a aha. And then once you realize the fence is up, you're like, oh, man, what the heck? <laughs> yeah. Do you guys no, that was... feel like Safira was extreme in her methods? I think so. So that Same. was one of the things where I was like... She was extreme, but in her own twisted way, she got them to experience that love with each other, um, which at the end, be it regardless of whatever the situation, they did feel like they were in love with each other and they did somewhat fight to be together. I don't know, because Isaac didn't really tell his wife about her or anything, but um, mm-hmm. but she kind of helped them, even though it mm-hmm. was that extreme. Like she, I feel like she helped to give Senna that, yeah, well, I mean, at that point it wasn't therapy. It was just torture, but, yeah. but she got them to appreciate life. Yeah. It's, um, it was kind of a, a twisted, um, plot on a hostage situation. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then the other thing for me is like the betrayal because so the whole time Senna had an idea, she was wrong, but she thought it was somebody else. But she didn't give that information to Isaac. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, granted, it wouldn't have helped them. But how did she know it wouldn't have helped him mm-hmm. when she knew? Well, know? I thought it was really commendable on Isaac's part because he could have left her. 
when he was in the shed getting oh, wood right. when he got because there was like a note so he could have left mm-hmm. and he chose not to mm-hmm. so that showed a lot to me on his character too mm-hmm. yeah for a while like probably a majority of the book i almost believed it was isaac i did too and i wrote doctor slash captor <laughs> slash um like i felt like he was like going through this own torture himself up until the point where they were almost gonna die because of no food mm-hmm. in the war mm-hmm. and i was like wait i didn't right, like when far? he got that fever i was like okay yeah, yeah i guess he's not i didn't yeah. think it was him because of how he had a kid on the way yeah, if he okay. didn't have a kid on the did way, really I probably the way at that point, though? or did we know that he really cared that he was having a kid? Because I mean, I he betrayed so. his wife. Yeah. Well, he didn't betray her until they were there like forever. But he did betray her. Well, I know, but I mean, you're there thinking you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah. I mean, still, he didn't tell her after when he didn't die. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Which was my other question, actually, because I mean, I don't really blame him for that one. I feel like. Do you guys feel like if the, that was you in that situation, you would tell your spouse like what happened, or would that just be more collateral damage? Like you at just that point, you know, their like, marriage is not really strong in the first place. So well, they at, were they stayed married though, right? But I mean, if you feel like your relationship's somewhat broken because somebody's infiltrated your marriage, I, I mean, well, it wasn't like it was marriage? done to him. Like he didn't purposely do it. Right. He just said, oops, my dick is inside you. Well, no, but I mean, he didn't purposely get kidnapped. <laughs> yeah, but... Is what I'm well, saying. Well, no, I know, but, but I'm um, saying, like, do you think you would disclose that information? Because you willingly did it well, in that and situation. and he should have... I mean, his wife, if, I mean, he truly loved this woman. He would have said, hey, you know, FYI, we were dying, right? We are on our last couple legs mm-hmm. there. <laughs> I, I would have explained it, and if she or he really loved me they would have accepted it do you think you would have explained the entire part of it where you felt like you were in love with that person i would or that you're still in love with that person i would explain it yeah i mean it's a hard situation i mean because he probably because it's not like he's gonna go back with her no he did no 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 but he did until she died he was with her until she died she took off on her own i thought she was with them until Cause she, she wrote a, on... she wrote them the letter and she left. She went to go travel. But they were still together, bef- like before the letter. No, I don't think so. Cause she went and saw him at the hospital where she ran into his wife, mm-hmm. and then that was their first time seeing each other since they had gotten out, and it had been like two months. Mm-hmm. And so she had went to tell him like how her cancer was back. Yeah, and then she split. Mm-hmm. From what I remember, mm-hmm. but I could be I. I mean, I could be wrong. I love it how we all have our own first like I know. thought process. I mean, when I this like, is what happens. When well, I love how we've yeah. all interpreted it very mm-hmm. different. So yeah. I'm I'm very intrigued. I mm-hmm. feel like there was a lot unsaid too with everything kind of throughout the book and um, the meaning of, around a lot of things like the bone mm-hmm. on the carousel and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So I feel like. There's a lot of, I wonder if like she's going to take it somewhere else <laughs> with this book. Oh, <laughs> oh gotcha. like maybe yeah. surprise. Yeah, so I yeah. I felt like this book was like there was a lot of clues that she threw out there, like the pictures, mm-hmm, the mm-hmm. Um, meaning around like certain dates, mm-hmm. and it was never elaborated. Mm-hmm. Um, the pictures. I do know. Um, and their whole life was kind of, I mean, how do you go through life not having one confidence? I guess that's that severed moment. Like a like, strong, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Like at least voice of reasons I, I mean, reasons at some point you really have to have at least one person maybe not close somewhat mm-hmm. close that you can kind of reach out to you every once mm-hmm. in a while and say hey let me just bounce a couple eyes mm-hmm. off, ideas off of you but she had absolutely nobody mm-hmm. and she yeah. did have her dog calling every what three or six months mm-hmm. but even then it was just about him talking and she was just listening yeah mm-hmm. she has to really be detached from life yeah. yeah, I mean, she was, and that's, like, that's the crazy part of it is, when even, I know you talked about the letter, that was one of, I, that was my favorite passage in there was right before she sends the letter, mm-hmm. um, just the stuff that she says in there, because before that, she was never connected to mm-hmm. anyone, and if you think about it, or at least for me, if you think about it on the fact, or not the fact, on the idea that this is her soulmate, or that they are soulmates, then 
the wrongdoing, I guess, can be forgiven because, mm-hmm. they're, you know, like she said, they're going to be tied in the next life mm-hmm. or connected in the next life. And at least for her, I don't see it being wrong for her, you know, because mm-hmm. she had nobody. This is literally the closest thing she's had to a relationship mm-hmm. that's been somewhat healthy, even though yeah. it's in yeah. a fucked up situation, you know. Um, and then she meets this person for the second time in her life and that's her support so i do see that i do see her like uh, feeling connected Mm -hmm. which i think that's the part where i'm like okay in her own twist really twisted messed up not okay way safira helped her you know Mm -hmm. so it helped her to rely on others Mm -hmm. instead of just always herself and that's it Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah to like Mm-hmm. know that it's okay to be vulnerable you know mm-hmm. even though I mean it still kind of sucks for her because even though she did find this person she still has to live the rest of her life without that person mm-hmm. so I mean it just takes you back to like initially the Christmas day situation where she was abused and how even after that situation she gets home and she's like her way of coping is to start cutting her arm and Mm -hmm. you know her saving graces you know isaac knocking on that door and really being she didn't realize even until that moment like man i do need people in my life (laughs) like Mm -hmm. somebody in my life and she essentially says later after like during the captive like i hadn't cut myself since isaac really came into my life and Mm -hmm. even though they had that period of time where they weren't in contact she hadn't done it since Mm -hmm. then and sometimes it's like you really need just some type of person kind of having that connection with yourself even if it's saying Mm -hmm. you need to love yourself or take care of yourself you know Mm -hmm. and she found that in Isaac and it sucks that you know their relationship turned out the way it was but I think she really needed that push I did think it was twisted how she had to read her mom's book and her ex's book, her book. (laughs) And there was a fourth in there. And she didn't even know that her mom had written a book, right? Like it was just like the first time that she she knew that. She was a writer, but she never read her book. Yeah. Yeah. So that was... I did not like her mother. I'm like, I don't understand why that had to happen. Mm -hmm. But because I feel like, okay, obviously, well, I guess to get the other person's perspective. I think she wanted her to get closure on them Mm -hmm. or to not blame herself. Mm-hmm. That's how I interpreted it. But Nick's, mm-hmm. so, yeah, that's his name, right? Nick. Um, mm-hmm. His was a fictional, right? Only the character was based on her. Mm-hmm. And some of their, like, encounters. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I didn't like him at all. Yeah. I feel like it was almost fictional, but I don't know. Like, the whole dedication page and everything in mm-hmm. that book was all too creepy like how do you read something that's like essentially well dedicated she was like his failures? muse <laughs> yeah. and i think he wanted her back too because he needed more material to write so he was just gonna use her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so i'm happy she didn't give in to that yeah definitely creepy mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. really knows how to step her game right her creepiness yeah <laughs> one of my f- i know because it was creepy but like in a different way this time yeah. like this time, yeah you know i feel like there's a lot of like forgetfulness that happens in her books too like in this one she didn't remember that she had been at the psychiatric facility uh-huh. and then in some what's the other one um the wives where she doesn't yeah. realize what's really going on gets mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. so over, overall did you like the concept of the mud vein <laughs> I did. The, like, the actual, why, the, yeah. I, I liked it. I think it was a really good book. I mm-hmm. like that it was so twisted, and it, like, made me question, like, I think it had, a, for me, a lot of, like, morality questions. Like, yeah. would you do this if you were in that situation, or yeah. what would it you do in that definitely situation? definitely makes you question your life mm-hmm. choices. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it yeah. really does. Mm-hmm. I will say this has made her even more one of my favorite authors because she can she can write a romance right up there with the best of them and then give you the most twisted shit where you don't know what you're mm-hmm. reading. So and I love that. She's very versatile. Mm-hmm. 
And you never, with her, you hardly ever see the person coming. No, you don't. Like, you don't realize who I it is until... I had no clue it was going to be freaking therapist. Yeah, me neither. Because well, they that, had only mentioned her a few times, times yeah. too. Yeah. I thought it was Isaac the whole time through. I thought it was Isaac, and then when I re- didn't think it was Isaac, I was like, okay, is it Nick? But is he really that smart? That's like, who I kind of went to was off, the ex. You know? Yeah. Well, because at that point, he throw they find, it's the books come into place. Like, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. They get the books. Mm-hmm. That I thought like, was like a crazy fan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was maybe stalking her and saw that they were like maybe something her, a, a long time ago and then wanted them back together. Or her, um, was it her manager or her editor that she was having a drink with? Oh, that yeah. That was another person that I at first thought. Maybe that was she that could was... have new writing material. Mm-hmm. I love the Annie Wilkes reference. Uh-huh. I know. <laughs> I was like, like oh, she's going to love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Heck Yeah. <laughs> It was very different from everything that I've read of Terrence. My favorite of hers, who I, I love the wives, but I oh, love yeah. um, Fuck Love. I have that. I haven't read it yet. I need to read that I loved one. that one a lot. And that one has a, a second part, right? Or mm-hmm. Fuck Marriage? Yes. Yeah. I love both like, of those. <laughs> I like it when the titles make me think of what the book is about, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, You're um, it, it Do you want a clue? No. Okay. No. I'll zip it. <laughs> zip it. I'll zip it. Yeah. This book overall was really good. Um, I love the cover, the special edition cover. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was happy I found good. it on Amazon. Mm-hmm. So pretty. It's one of my mm-hmm. favorite. I know it's very different from the original one. Mm-hmm. Where yeah. it's like, I feel like the from original this is cover, more provocative. You, yeah. This one, it's more hidden. It is. And this one almost looks happy. Oh, like, yeah. Like, this one almost looks like a happy <laughs> so book. So not a you happy know? book. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, this one looks happy. And she has, looks you in. Yeah. She has a, fr- a friend fan um, that was doing these paintings for mm-hmm. her, for covers. And that's where it came from. Oh, that's cool. Not really good. Mm-hmm. Dude, I love her sidetracked over here but i love her and colleen's relationship yes oh did you guys see the last pictures where they're in the There's, snow yes. and colleen's like oh i feel so bad for taryn because she's so much less photogenic than me right <laughs> um have you guys seen taryn's wedding pictures Mm-mm. <laughs> i'll have to send it to you guys so there's her and her handsome husband and there's Colleen in the back with the axe. Oh, that's oh, perfect. You, I'm like, oh my God, you too. <laughs> Goals would be. Vicky's. <laughs> oh, yeah. Goals would be to have like, right like both of them on the podcast. That would be awesome. That would be nice. Goals. Yeah. Yes. Goals. I, mean, I say we'll nice make it because big. I'm not trying to freak out here, but yeah. That, that would, would be, be like awesome. <laughs> so. I'm your number one fan. We're going right? to have to. Remember when you talked about Annie Wilkes in this yes. other book? One of these days, it'll happen. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're going to manifest it. Yes. <laughs> Put, Put it, it out to the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What is, overall, what is book that? Is good. Yeah. Sorry. Do yeah. you guys think you would have survived being locked up that long? I, I think I would have if there wasn't would. snow. If it wasn't coldness, cold. Yeah. yeah. But aside from that, I feel like I could find things to do. I feel like you know? they were Pretty. very... Obviously, they've never been in a situation where they like have to... like ration or yeah like mm-hmm. think outside the box i feel like <laughs> upbringing, i have a yeah. comment so if this would have been during covid they would have been prepared because of how you had to ration out all your groceries because everything your was bought paper. out right yeah. so we, we've kind of been prepared for this now mm-hmm. so if it were okay. to happen i think we would be okay yeah. on our rationing what did it one of the cringe moments for me and i think it's just because i've had an ankle injury before oh, was bu- when oh, she oh no. when she breaks it and i was just like oh god like i, I was remember that feeling of not wanting people to pick you up because you know it's gonna hurt but yeah. you know you can't do it move yeah. it you i know? was picturing it just like sticking out Ugh. like <laughs> my only big problem was the whole oh, like oh. initially when they were in the house now granted if they got out i mean they weren't going to be able to go very far but like how they were struggling to find stuff to break the windows or mm-hmm. the lock mm-hmm. and i'm like everything's truly bolted down but i mean if anybody Good alcoholic nose. You can grab the bottle of. It's vodka. gonna be heavy. Those yeah. things are heavy. Even if you mm-hmm. slam a bottle <laughs> on the bottom of a bottle, yeah, it's gonna work mm-hmm. just like a rock. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I kept on thinking about. It. I'm like, these I, weren't the windows where that you couldn't break them. I don't think. So. I can't remember. I don't think they yeah. ever did because of the cold. 
remember? Mm. I don't remember. That makes sense. Cause yeah, because what do you do act, after? Like, yeah. 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 Well, and then props to Safira because she did provide them with some alcohol. Right? <laughs> I mean, if well, it's the end of the world, the let's mood. fucking party it up, She bitch. wanted to, them to get drunk. To <laughs> do you guys remember right? like how long they were even there? Do you guys remember? I was it, it was a long time. It was like over a year, no? Because they got to Christmas. Ooh, yeah, they did. I wouldn't say it was. It had to be like over a year or around okay, a year. Okay, my thing would be how, when do you decide that it's time to start keeping track? You know, like, well, because you know like his baby was, jail, his baby keep, was like, born, because yeah. his baby was born. She was only like a little ways. She was like three well, months, when right? They were when, in there, yeah. After she cracked her ankle or her leg, um, she even said like, because they were almost delusional at that point. She's mm-hmm. like, she, your wife had her baby. Just think nothing but good thoughts. She had her baby. Mm-hmm. And it hadn't been a good nine yeah, months at that point. At least, well, yeah. yeah. Because so I think it was, she was six had to be like close to a year after a year. Yeah. That's a long time to be with just one person like locked up. Like how are you not I mean, going to like catch like the Okay. Not, I know you brought up COVID before, but it's like we couldn't even do that. We so, could not stay no. with just That's in our saying. own like, homes. So we went nuts already. Imagine yeah. being there, and then plus with the snow, and you don't even have a way to connect with the outside no. world. Like nope. no Zoom, nothing. Books. That's why I was like, wait, 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 wait. I was like, yeah. I think I had written down on my other notes. There was only like sixty bucks. Yeah, yeah. something like that. And I'll be like, crazy. uh, that's not enough. I believe you Especially because you're going to be bring reading more nonstop. Books. Please yeah. bring more books. Yeah. If you want me, me to but... stay in here, if you want me to stay alive, at least give me some ebooks. Give me a Kindle, yeah. some audio right? books. You can put some restrictions on there if you need to. A library card. <laughs> Something. Right. Something. Mm-hmm. Because that, that was not enough. Mm-mm. Well, they didn't have puzzles. And then I didn't I like their game, though. Their puzzle game where they had to, oh. every 30 minutes, they had to take a shot. What yeah. did you guys like, think yeah. of the carousel room? I thought it was creepy. Yeah. Same. I think anytime I think of carousel. They're, they're very Like, if it's not during the day, yeah, it feels creepy to me. Well, like, yeah. like it almost reminds with me of um, Jamie's cover. The fun house. But I'm a little scared because I don't like carousel. <laughs> but you got the Joyland. No, I know, but just the cover. Like I love the cover, but I'm scared for what's going to be inside. Well, the way they described the carousel too was made of bone, and the yeah, eyes were no. looking at you. <laughs> yeah, that is a whole nother level. Yeah, very traumatizing. Mm-hmm. It almost. Did you guys ever watch the haunting? The movie, the mm-hmm. haunting. No. It reminds me of that scene where there. I think there's like a bunch of mirrors around, and you just hear like the, it's all the oh, carousel no. music. Mm-hmm. I'll pass. Yeah. She's standing in there. She's like, yeah. Eleanor, find us. <laughs> Ew. That's creepy. I would have crashed into the windows at the point. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mazes like that with the glass. Nope. And then I'm good. I used to go through them and then now. Eleanor's the dumb button. Anything. She's chasing them. She's like, I'll come and get you. I'll right. You. No, I you know. better find your way out. No. Right. Have, you, have you guys ever gone through those? Yeah. I don't the like them. The funhouse mirror ones? Mm-mm. Yeah. Heck yeah. Good times. The worst thing I've ever gone through like that was, it's not there anymore, but at Universal Studios, their haunted house. Oh, I haven't done that yet. Ugh, they got it. rid of it, but ugh, my friend left me to get killed by the Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and he blocked the door with his chainsaw and wouldn't let me out. Oh my God. It was very like... Realistic. Real. And you walk first. You, you walk through seen? like the meat locker, and there's stuff hanging, the plastic pieces, and then he's chasing you, and then I got trapped. And she <laughs> she left me there, and I was like, "Thanks." Have you guys seen those people that pretty much pay for a realistic experience of getting kidnapped? Oh no, I'm oh, good. No, no, I'm okay. <laughs> I already had my hands tied tonight. That's as far as it needs to I go. Would, and they weren't even really tied. No. <laughs> they were romantically tied. Right? I would love <laughs> to maybe do an experience of like going through a town. Like, can you spy the serial killer? <laughs> yeah. Because well, like, um, as long as it's not like the hills have eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Would you be able to survive a serial killer? <sighs> well, it would still, I feel like that would be a similar concept to the people getting kidnapped. Yeah. Because well, that's pretty much, they're hunting you down. At least you're you know? in the house. Well, you're what in, kind of, mm, no, I'll pass. Like a Michael Myers chasing situation. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, girl, me and him are going to be better friends. better get our running legs ready. <laughs> you guys will pass me and leave me in the dust, so I'll have to be his best friend. <laughs> he just 
hide behind the chainsaw mask. Chainsaw. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Take his mask off. That's where his power comes no, in. No, thanks. He's <laughs> never going to die. She's going to have him being her best friend. Like, yes. she's Come on. We're going to be skipping like, down you know the street. What? You're right. Let's use this knife to cut up this beautiful piece of cheese. You know? You're yes. right. Let's choose When you need a charcuterie board, we don't need to kill. It's the Heather effect. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Can you imagine? Choose cheese, not killing. <laughs> no skin. Ugh. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, no. No, but this book was definitely twisted. I liked how we all had different takes. I know. But, I mean, that's usually how it goes. Yeah. Yeah. Because even, I feel like when we do the book club stuff, like, everybody gets a different take of those two, you know? And I think it's because we all gravitate to whatever sticks out to us more. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Well, because for me, most of my questions, or when I was reading it, I really stuck to, like, you know, like Stockholm Syndrome, mm-hmm. or like, ooh, what's that effect called? Or no, and then yeah, because me was really, the romance. Mm-hmm. I really focused, like, man, she's really deep. Like, I, I, I compared it to a shark. Or um, I always mess it up. What is it again? Oh, the Stockholm Syndrome. Stockholm mm-hmm. Yeah. Syndrome. But it's very intriguing how they they gravitate towards that, and it's probably mm-hmm. almost a natural thing, like. Like a survival yeah. mechanism almost, yeah. Like, I mean, I've never been through that situation, but I can almost see how that can happen or even, like, get infatuated with, like, oh, mm-hmm. he took care of me well, in a situation. kind of takes me back to, like, Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. and I feel like it also takes me back to survival. Like, what would I do in that situation? Not that I would fall in love with the person, but wouldn't mm-hmm. you at least pretend to fall in love with them to, like, trick them into letting you out yeah. if they really were your kidnapper, you know? Mm-hmm. What did you guys yeah. think of Isaac's tattoos? Oh, I really liked the whole, what was it? Live for, yeah, it was live die, to die, die, and to, die save, to live. And then save to die. Oh, save. And then he had the rope all over. Yeah, that I liked gave that. gave me the impression of why he was the killer. Oh. Like, that's what led me to. I think he has, because well, like, it's almost like the theme, the theme of, uh, yeah, that too. And the theme of um, Safira, like mm-hmm. she was saving them or dying Having their old selves die to save them, mm-hmm. you know? Um, almost like that rebirth kind of yeah. scenario. And I did get the savior thing because even the fact that he was a doctor and mm-hmm. then the fact that he gravitated towards Senna mm-hmm. being after, you know, through all her struggles, it's like, oh, I can save you. And yeah. I think I think Senna did talk about that too. Like that was part of why she didn't want to have a relationship with him mm-hmm. because she kind of felt like that's the only reason like he, he was yeah. with her, you know? She didn't feel like she would be there for any other reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Which, again, is probably more her self-esteem. Yep. Which like sucks. At but. some point, he almost became the captain of Save Hope in that situation where he was, like, always trying to save her. Like, mm-hmm. he would never, like, Like, her... literally to the point where his life was at risk. Yeah. Or, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, at what point do you say, let me step away and let me see if she can save mm-hmm. herself? Like, Yeah. What did you guys think about his explanation because you know how she asked him, like, um, if he was in love with his wife or something, and he made that distinction between, well, she was my first love, but you were my first, um, I forget what term he used, but it was pretty much like a, like the first time that he, it almost sounded like, like he love fell for sight. her, yeah, like he fell for her without meaning to whereas the wife he like knew they were compatible Mm -hmm. was it soulmate was that what he said like you were my soulmate she's she was my love but you were my soulmate or something because i know they throw that soulmate one of my favorite quotes has it is it the beginning that goes into the one i like maybe you want me to read it yeah it says maybe the chances that you'll find each and every one of your soulmates is slim but sometimes you're lucky enough to stumble across one and you feel a tug and it's not so much a choice to love them through their flaws and through your differences, but rather you love them without even trying. You love their flaws. That's cute. Mine was the whole, cause I feel like in her letting herself be vulnerable, mm-hmm. she was able to find strength. So I liked right before she started on Isaac's letter where mm-hmm. she wrote, um, cancer will kill my body, but it can't kill me. I have a soul. I have a soulmate. And then she, she like goes on and she writes, um, when I die, I know there will be a thread connecting me to my soulmate. Um, so 
she kind of to me it was like she finally accepted that there is a connection for her out there and even mm-hmm. if it's not a physical connection because I feel like she did sacrifice a lot you know yeah. like after she left mm-hmm. and all that stuff and she was gonna die so it's almost like she didn't want him to see her mm-hmm. go through that um so I feel like I I liked that about her that even though she knew she was gonna die she wasn't like it almost was like she wasn't sad about it because she, she knew eventually she was mm-hmm. gonna get to her happiness and right now she was just gonna live her life to it the fullest mm-hmm. yeah. because she now had that newfound connection mm-hmm. you know that brought me to my other favorite little passage where there is an invisible thread that connects those who are destined to meet regardless of time place or circumstance the thread may stretch or tangle but it will never break mm-hmm. I, f- I feel that's super true mm-hmm. well yeah and you see that i feel like that's something that kind of when you do have those healthy relationships mm-hmm. like yeah. you do feel that you know and so like hey sometimes you go like days or weeks or whatever without talking to a certain person but you know that you're still there for that person yeah. or, you know regardless of the time um or the circumstances too like i mean i'm pretty sure you guys fight with your spouses all the time mm-hmm. or not all the time but you know as per usual <laughs> spouses fight um and then you still know you love them and you still yeah. know you want to be with them you know so it's kind of that concept growing pains mm-hmm. <laughs> i liked also um fortune favors the brave i liked that one i really liked that one mm-hmm. there's a lot of good stuff in there mm-hmm. yeah uh, i mean overall i mean i just felt like he would have been in a better emmy situation regardless of his marriage or non-marriage or whatever the case is i just felt like he could have made a better piece with that letter too. Like mm-hmm. he, if he would have been man enough to tell his wife, "Look, I yeah, I like love I you, love but you, I, but I'm, I'm not, not in love, love with you." you. Yeah. I know that's a kind of a cheesy out at some point, but I mean, if you're in a position where you are like essentially loving or chasing mm-hmm. that love with somebody else, I mean, it's also not doing the other person the wife yeah any justice. Mm-hmm. like it's not really fair yeah yeah and i, I do i see that too because i'm like okay like let's say even if you didn't want to pursue senna but you know you're not like wholeheartedly going into the relationship then you probably shouldn't be there you know and then my my other thing too i don't know if it's just because i'm a mom now but um <laughs> is like what kind of relationship are you modeling for your kid you yeah. know because i would want manolo to find a relationship where he's you know where it's healthy and they're in love versus just like we tolerate each other yeah you know we live so. together i think he was with his wife yeah. out of circumstance because they work together mm-hmm. and since it didn't work with Sina, it was like the fallback the fallback yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and that's where i'm like that's where i feel like that was the one part about isaac that i didn't really like because I think he knew that and he just chose not to do anything about it, mm-hmm. which even for himself, he's kind of like limiting himself in his own happiness, you know? Yeah. So um, it, it's a tough situation. Like, don't get me wrong. Again, it's a moral dilemma, you know? Yeah. But I also kind of got that feeling where um, Senna and him were more so like star-crossed, lo- star-crossed lovers, mm-hmm. you know, where... Yeah, maybe your souls are connected, but not in this lifetime are you going to be together, you know? Yeah. Um, Or you're not destined to end happy, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Or have that ever after. I am Mm -hmm. happy that she didn't tell us in his end. Yeah. like That would have been too mm -hmm. much for me. So I'm happy she just let her go travel. Mm -hmm. And that was that. And just see that as her end. Yeah, like the happiness and enjoying her travels. Well, because she did have a tough start mm-hmm. into the way she is now, but then, mm-hmm. I mean, she's making the better of it, even mm-hmm. if she knows she's going to die. Yeah. yeah. I almost feel like, too, I could kind of tell that Taryn and Colleen are friends because they never have a straightforward happy ending. No. <laughs> like, there's always some kind of twist that comes along with it or some yep. kind, you know, like, doubt. They have to make you. you cry or almost cry. Yeah. Exactly. Or hate all their characters. Yeah. <laughs> I did like how it wasn't like, oh, they got together and lived happily ever after. Right. So and I did like how it wasn't, it didn't go down that route. <laughs> right. No, yeah, I did like that. And I think that's part of, I do enjoy a lot of Taryn Fisher books and Colleen Hoover books because mm-hmm. it, there is no black and white, Mm-mm. good or bad, you know? Nope. 
it's a more realistic. <laughs> yes. Duh. Two, fuck, marry, kill. Dun, kill. 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 Oh. I'm curious to see since we had limited characters. Yeah. What everyone's picks are going to be this time. Mm-hmm. I'm pretty basic. Um, my Mary is Senna because she needs some love in her life. <laughs> and Isaac, I would totally just fuck him because, like you said, tattoos, obviously. And then I would totally kill the unknown rapist. Good choice. Mm-hmm. You know, who raped Anna? Christmas. I mean, dude, that's like a way to ruin somebody's life. But on Christmas. Yeah, like, like out of all the all, times. You woke yeah. Up in the morning, and it like, was hey. early in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> I think she was being stalked. Yeah, oh, she yeah. had to have been. Something's got to go. Something. On. That's weird. I, that's mm-hmm. why I said there was a lot of unknowns. Yeah. Things, like, like, who was he? Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Psycho. Psycho. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Psycho so that's killer. my <laughs> nice. Um, my Mary is also Senna, which Sister like Lies. you said. <laughs> so I, f- I really felt like she was kind of a cynic about love, but because she was so unlucky with love mm-hmm. and with relationships, and I literally wrote down she needed to be loved. <laughs> That's funny. We just want to love you. She <laughs> I just want. I, I know. Just hug her until she feels better. Poor Senna. It's like one of those girls that are like, "Hey, I got myself. I'll take care of myself." And she's fighting and fighting, and you're hugging her. And you're like, "Just, just let it, it go. Accept yeah, it. let Aww. let yourself just cry." Let go. And then yeah. she starts crying. Yeah, <laughs> you're right. I like the it. ugly cry. Yeah. <laughs> like a Kim Kardashian. Oh, right. <laughs> Oh, man. My fuck was actually Safira. So She's going to lock you up afterwards. <laughs> Girl. In the closet you go for next time. <laughs> Maybe you'll get upgraded to the attic or the basement, but you'll start off in the closet. Well, she'll give me a bottle of liquor, so I'll survive. Honestly. And yeah. maybe a book, hopefully. Hopefully. If she's she'll strong. give you probably two. Really yeah. Two for a year. Yeah. Maybe. We'll see. But because I feel like she put so much effort into the situation. <laughs> Way too much. So how much effort is she going to put to another situation? I wonder if she got situation, like, you know? bitter because she stopped going to see her that she did this. Like, I don't, it's pretty twisted. Yeah, I don't really know. I don't know. I wish we would have got more I don't, of a I feel like a, it kind of goes back to what Krisha was saying where there's so many unknowns. Like, I feel yeah. like one of my the biggest unknowns for me was why did she do that? Mm-hmm. Um. I mean, aside from the obvious, you know, she wanted them to know that they love each other, blah, blah, blah. blah, blah, blah. But, but like, why go that well, far? Yeah. Like, her. what <laughs> damaged you? <laughs> right? What's that? Emotional damage. <laughs> oh, man. No, but yeah, so she was my fuck. I'm like, I, I'm, to me, I just felt like she had some passion. And I'm a sucker for an accent. Oh, yeah. There so, you go. yeah. And she Sophia had an agenda, so, I mean... She had a whole. Mm-hmm. She planned the perfect house, the perfect gating yeah. situation against the cliff. Of course, they couldn't see it until they got out. But right, there was a view. They, right, they made yeah. them stop and drop their jaws <laughs> at <laughs> yeah. some point. Yeah, so definitely her. And then um, my kill would be Nick. So I can't even remember a lot about Nick, but for some reason, I just hate him. He's a dude. Like he was, yeah, he just, to me, seemed like that person that just wants to use others. And from the get-go, I just got bad vibes from him. He's a huge user. So, yeah. So I wanted to kill him. More than Safira, who was the twisted one. So. <laughs> well, you'll yeah. find this interesting because I wanted to kill him too. What? So he must have rubbed both of us the wrong way. <laughs> 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 he only used Senna until he got what he needed for his book, and then that was it. Mm-hmm. And then when she came back, he thought he was going to get more of her of being his muse, and I'm happy she didn't play into it. Mm-hmm. But he definitely needs to go. Yeah. We'll go leave him on the snow-capped mountain. Yeah, he could be on the cliff. It'll be his turn now. <gasps> or, better yet, we could have him break an ankle or two, and then... There's nobody around to help you. Sorry, nope. you're just gonna exactly. die. And then my fuck would be Detective Garrison because I feel like he actually really cared about Senna and felt bad for what happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he really being, was he very did. Um, like em- 
empathetic to uh-huh. her situation. Yeah. Um, I feel like he was a little skeptical at first, too, like not really knowing the yeah. situation. The situation but, but I do feel but... like he genuinely cared and felt mm-hmm. bad for what had happened to them. Mm-hmm. And then my Mary would be Isaac because I feel like he had a lot of compassion through what he had to go through through his job and then still being able to open up and be there for other people. I take, mm-hmm. I really commend that. Yeah. So. I mean, he definitely had a mission to yes. save and protect. I just found and... him as to be a fuck boy. That's it. <laughs> You're just going to be a good fuck boy. That's it. Right? Like I just crossed doctor off my list, you know? <laughs> but I can see, I can see the appeal. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, I'll pass. <laughs> but I, I do like how he brought Senna out of her bubble. Yeah. yeah, you know, mm-hmm. actually made her want to belong, I guess. Yeah. Somebody needs to be her as wife's best friend and be like, girl, <laughs> let like, me tell you. <laughs> he does not really love you. <laughs> you are not his true love. <laughs> right? You are well, only what, his What would love. you guys do if the person you truly loved wouldn't give you a chance? If they wouldn't give you a chance, like if, like, let's say I was Isaac and my true love was Senna. And she just, like, cut you off, wouldn't talk to you, change number. Like, there was no communication. Would you have just not moved on or? I think I would move on, but I think I would. I am very, like, Senna in that I would detach Detach probably right away. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that, too. But also, I can see, like him needing to move on don't get me wrong yeah but when he realized i mean he should have been the man enough to say hey fyi you know this is the the real deal situation this is what happened um because he wasn't married first but i mean he also didn't own up to what he did either you know or to the fact that he wasn't being completely completely giving himself up to this new love right so if he was truly, truly in love with her, he would have followed her. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, he wanted his cake and eat it too at the end. Exactly. Which he so, kind of got to do. Right. But, so yeah. I felt like that was a little bit of a poor situation where, like, I get the, the tug of war effect of him in his situation, mm-hmm. but it's also like, if you're really in love and that is your true mm-hmm. love, you know, Then fight, you would, yeah, exactly. It. Like, it's almost like he gave up. Yeah, your wife but, will, I mean, probably hate you for a minute, but then she's mm-hmm. also your baby mama, so. Yeah, and at least you're kind of giving her the opportunity to so make that else. decision, yeah. like, okay, yes, I want to give us a second chance of mm-hmm. keeping on, or I want to find somebody who truly does love me kind of thing. But I mean, everybody's different, obviously, you know, there's no, I feel like that's the thing with this kind of a book. It's like, there's really no right or wrong answer. Mm-hmm. It's more like what would be right for you. I feel like he probably didn't tell her everything that happened because look at what she already had to go through having the kid on her own because he wasn't mm-hmm. there. And it had to have been, the, the baby who had to have been like maybe what, three months by the time they got out. So she was doing all of that on her own. Right. And then you get home, you have this baby I mean, you're not going to want to ruin that. You're going to want, you know. I would also think, like, what were to happen, because Safira's crazy. Like, Mm -hmm. what if Safira's like, well, the next step of this plan (laughs) is to tell the wife that he did this. So wouldn't, Mm -hmm. like, me being the wife, I would have rather heard it from his mouth than to hear it from somebody else. Yeah. And then she knew that, his wife knew that she was a patient of his. Because she had went in before she had her first surgery. Well, yeah, but. Did she know the extent, the extent of him staying over? And well, I think, well, he, she knew that he was like helping her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. But I guess to me, it's more the fact like you're keeping something undercover, you know, where it's if it's a relationship, it's just vindictive. I, at some yeah. point, I don't think him being, it wasn't him being vindictive about the situation, but it was also like he didn't disclose enough yeah. information yeah, for her you to make an mm-hmm. informed choice. Hey, Maybe you're in mm-hmm. a situation where you need to figure yourself out. Because I know he yeah. was going to therapy too, no? Yeah. To kind of figure himself out again after Which, all again, of that. Which again, like, I don't think there's anything wrong with him wanting to have a relationship or getting help or anything like that. I think what 
I would I personally would have an issue with is that there is yeah. that undisclosed information, not necessarily about the first time he was with Senna, but about what happened Girl. while he was married with mm-hmm. this other girl, you know? Mm-hmm. And even though I understand like it would be a difficult time to disclose this, but really is there ever going to be a good time to disclose something like that? Like because it's just you're calling somebody else your soulmate. Yeah. yeah. Like something's wrong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like there's obviously something missing, you know? Yeah. Um so I mean if I were to marry Isaac, I would definitely want to be more the Senna in the relationship than mm-hmm. His nope. wife, unfortunately, you know. Yeah. It's a poor situation. Mm-hmm. But he does. That's why he'd be my fuckboy because it's obviously got some juice going on. Right. <laughs> he might even be like a good BFF, you know, yeah. to where you guys, he obviously is very caring and stuff, but mm-hmm. would I trust him in a relationship? Who knows? I don't know. Yes, maybe, do maybe when it really does happen, I'll have my pink blinders yeah. on or, you know, you never mm-hmm. know. But it's easy for me to judge now that it's only a book you know (laughs) (laughs) you're like yeah (laughs) but (laughs) right good stuff Mm -hmm. good pick heather yes this was a good one it really made us think about a lot Mm -hmm. of different things it made me feel feelings (laughs) about soulmates and things right and threads Mm -hmm. (laughs) not to like make it funny but do you guys remember is it um chuck and larry where the guy's talking about it's a cir- the ring is a circle. It has no end and no beginning. And this is your marriage, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> no end. No Forever. end. <laughs> Till eternity. Yeah. No, it's definitely, it was, a, it was a cute message, I feel like, at the end. Mm-hmm. Um, but it really took me for a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. I was I'm happy you guys liked it. it picking out mm-hmm. who the killer or and I didn't get it in this one. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it in this one. Yeah, because I, I feel like I suspected everyone except mm-hmm. who it well, was. She had a really minor role before yeah. it mm-hmm. came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, You guys have to read it. Definitely Pick another it good read. Alrighty, guys. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Thanks. Bye. Thank you for listening, everybody. Please don't forget to rate and review us on Apple Podcast and listen to us. You can listen to us on Spotify, the Anchor app, Google Podcast. Follow us on Instagram at reading underscore siren. So that's at R-E-A-D-I-N-G underscore S-I-R-E-N-S. And we also have our Gmail account, which is readingsirens at gmail.com. So that would be R-E-A-D-I-N-G-S-I-R-E-N-S at gmail.com. So feel free to write us with any suggestions, any book recommendations, and any feedback or questions. Thank you. Bye.